0: You are now listening to the Nicole Gonzalez podcast with me, your host, Nicole Gonzalez. For more information, you can find me at NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Nicole Gonzalez. And as always, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button So that you never miss another podcast episode. I'm going to give you a heads up. My voice is a little scratchy today. I am going on like a four-day recovery from a wedding that I went to the other day or last weekend. And it's so funny because I don't feel like it should be a four-day recovery, but I think the lack of sleep and we did a lot of driving. My husband and I drove to Kentucky And I just think we didn't sleep a lot. The first night that we were driving, we stayed at a hotel and we only stayed there for about six, seven hours. And then we got up and continued driving and I'm just, I am exhausted. So my throat is a little scratchy, giving you the heads up, but it's okay. We're here to do the episode anyway. And today we're going to talk about something that I find to be quite the interesting topic. And that means I'm excited about it because I love interesting topics. But our focus is going to be how to tell if you're growing out of a relationship. So a while ago, a few months back, I did an episode on making new friendships and maintaining our social connections for the long term. And if you haven't gone and listened to that episode, definitely go back, scroll all the way down. It was a while ago. But I think that's a super powerful tool to know how to do. Being able to go out in the world and meet a a group of new people, strike up conversations with strangers, or even if it's just one new person, one new person that you've never talked to before, being able to do that and make a genuine new connection and try to develop new friendships, it's such an important tool that you want to have in your tool belt. For all different reasons. I mean, let's say you get up and move across the country. You get up and you move to another uh you move to another country. I don't know, maybe you move to another city. But if you find yourself in a position where you're no longer around your close group of friends who are around you regularly, we need social connections in our life. So we need to be able to create new ones. And What I love about that is the fact that we all had this tool in our tool belt at a young age. I mean, I watch my daughter do it all the time and I think it's hilarious because we'll go to the park and within three minutes at the park, she's running around with all these new friends that she just met and they just go up to each other and say, hi, I'm Isabella. Do you want to be my friend? Or hi, I'm so-and-so. Do you want to play tag with me? And it's adorable. But it's also, it's so real, it's so easy, it's so innocent, they just, they see somebody and they're like, that person's going to be my friend, let me go ask them if they'll be my friend. But as we get older, we let that emotion, that fear creep in and we stop doing that. So even though I think being able to go out and find new social connections is so important, I also think we got to talk about the flip side. And I don't think we talk enough about evolving out of relationships because that is real. And this happens all the time. I have evolved out of so many relationships throughout my entire life. And nobody ever gave me the heads up that it's okay to do that or that this is going to happen. You are going to evolve out of relationships and that's totally normal. It's healthy. It doesn't have to be a really painful thing. It's okay if it is. But it doesn't have to be. And I I really don't think we talk about it enough. Like what happens when you're not surrounded by people who fill up your cup? Or what happens when the people around you start to make you feel small? Or maybe you are just a little bit older now and you're a little bit wiser and you realize that all of your friends and the people who've been around you for years don't fill up your cup and that they've always made you feel small. You just now have the wisdom and you know, the intelligence, the recogni uh, or the acknowledgement that they're doing that. We don't realize it at first, but over the time, over years we recognize that people do that. And then we feel guilty or we feel angry or we feel resentment for those other people for making us feel that way. When in reality we actually don't have to feel that way at all. Remember, I said this a few weeks ago on the podcast. I'm going to repeat it again. But no one gets to make you feel a certain way without your permission. No one gets to make you feel a certain way without your permission. So I think instead of getting bitter toward other people for feeling a certain way, we could simply get a lot better at knowing the signs to look for And how to really tell if you're outgrowing a relationship. And y'all, this doesn't have to be a romantic relationship either. This could be a work relationship with someone you used to really bond with at work and really connect with at work. But maybe your work buddy no longer works hard. Maybe they no longer care about the company. Maybe they no longer show up on time for work and they're just like, they come in and they just kind of half-ass their job. And that irks you. And now you guys aren't really close anymore. It could also be the friends you had in high school that you now only see once a year. And when you get together with them, it just, the whole vibe is off. It's not as fun as it once was when you were in high school. These things are normal. It could also be a romantic relationship. You know, you... Odds are the first person you get into a romantic relationship with is not going to be the person that you're with for the rest of your life. So we, re- we evolve out of these relationships. And it can even be our best friend. Someone who is your best friend at a young age, the odds are, the chances are that that person stays your best friend for the rest of your life is so minuscule. You You got to think like, we're all moving in life. We're all moving. We're all moving, we're all growing, and some of us grow for the better. We move in an uphill direction. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you listen to this podcast regularly and if you consume personal growth books and you consume all the the good vibes and the education as possible, then I know what kind of person you are. You're working on yourself. You are growing in a positive direction. You're trying to create a better future. You want to be the better, best person, I should say, the best person that you can be. But you have to remember, not all of us are growing in that same direction. Some of us are growing in that direction, but we move at a slower pace. Some of us end up moving in a straight line, and we seem a little bit stagnant. And then some of us might move on a downhill slide. And I know that's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Some of us end up going a little bit downhill. And as time moves on, you want to evaluate if the relationship is truly serving you anymore. Is it healthy to stay in a relationship with this person or not? And so that's why you want to look for signs. You want to look for the signs. You want to know the signs so that you could tell if your relationship Is it just hitting a rough patch? Can it be saved? Can it be repaired? Can it move forward together and stronger? Or is it time to acknowledge the changes that have happened? Maybe the damage that has been done, if there has been damage. And sometimes there isn't damage. Sometimes it's just change and that's okay. But it's time to acknowledge the change, see for what it is, and then move forward in a healthier, more authentic direction. And I really want to stretch the authenticity there because when we are stuck in relationships, in friendships, around a group of people who is no longer serving us, but we're just still hanging around those people because we're used to it, we always have, because they've been the same friends that we've had since middle school or high school, when we're just stuck, we're not being our authentic selves. We're putting ourselves in a box. And we are telling ourselves that we have to show up in a specific way that is not authentic to us. We have to show up in a way that other people expect us to show up. And so if you know that it's okay to move on from relationships that are no longer serving us, if we know when we're evolving out of a relationship we could say it's okay, move on, accept what it is, and be more true, more authentic to who we truly are inside. And so if you know that it's okay to evolve out of a relationship, if you give yourself permission to move forward and create distance from you and that person that you are currently growing away from, then you're also giving yourself permission to be true to who you are. You're being authentic to yourself. And man, authenticity is so stinking important. I often find myself reiterating this to anyone and everyone that I work with, but authenticity is so important because your authenticity is grounded in your values. So if you ask yourself, maybe you don't know your values. If you are listening to this right now and you don't know your values, that's okay. Because we usually live our life based around our values without even thinking about it. Most of us have grown up and have absolutely never thought about what our values are. But right now, if you ask yourself, what are my values? What do I value in life? Then you'll see that most of your daily actions pertain to those values. They revolve around them. Maybe you go to bed early because you value being punctual and you don't want to be late uh, late to work or late to school in the morning. So maybe you go to bed early so that way you can wake up early, so that way you can leave your house early, and that way you can get to work on time, all because you value being punctual. But maybe your values are freedom or traveling. And so throughout the year, you are a little bit of a homebody. You like to stay in. You like to save up as much money as possible. So that way you can travel and go on vacation when you have the time and the money to do so. So that's you making decisions throughout the year based off of your values. Or maybe you value creativity. Right? And so in your spare time, you're often creating art. Maybe you're cooking. Maybe you're doing something. You're creating something that makes you feel good. You'll realize that the things that you do in life often pertain to the things that you value. And when you're not being authentic to yourself, then your actions are for somebody else's values. And that means you're never going to find a true, meaningful reason for life. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to be fully present because you're essentially living someone else's life. You're walking in someone else's shoes. You are focusing on somebody else's values. And that's not fair because none of us were meant to live a life like that. All of us were so freaking blessed that we are here And if you are listening to this podcast then like the odds of you even being born and then making it all the way through to right now and listening to this podcast is so, so small. It's crazy. Like I I think Mel Robbins actually did the research and she came out with it years ago, but it is one in 400 trillion that you would have even been born. Like the... The odds, the numbers are so freaking small, and yet we're here. So why would you do that to yourself? Your body, your mind, like your your body has worked so hard. It's beat the odds. It's beat the impossible, and it's gotten you all the way through to now. So why wouldn't you live an authentic life to yourself? Why would you do something for, why would you live for somebody else's life? So. Let's dive in and let's talk about the ways, the signs that we can tell if we're evolving out of a relationship because, man, I hope that after hearing that you are ready to be more authentic to yourself, that you want to start surrounding yourself with people who care about your values. You want to surround yourself with people who lift you up, who make you feel good and not be surrounded by people who are, you know, honestly doing the opposite and people who are stealing away your authenticity and people who are growing in a different direction and moving in a different direction than you are. And I want to point out that it is okay if you are friends with somebody where you guys have absolutely no shared interests. Let me tell you, my best friend and I have absolutely nothing, like we have so, the our list of things that we have in common is so small. (laughs) <laughs> we we really don't have a lot of things in common at all. I love to run. She hates to run. I love to read. She hates to read. I love to write. She hates to write. Like the things that we have in common are so small. But we support each other. And we care about each other's values and we show up at times when it's necessary and we're there for good conversation and to just make meaningful memories. And that's why the relationship is still strong. And that's why I know we're not evolving out of a relationship. So I do want to point out, it doesn't have to be the same goals. You guys don't have to have the same things in common or the same shared interests, the same goals. Like You can be best friends with somebody or you can be in the greatest of relationships without having similar interests. But if you're around people who bring you down, if you're around people who make fun of you, if you're around people who aren't supporting you and cheering you on, and if they don't care about your values, then those are the people that it's time to acknowledge you're, you're evolving out of that relationship. All right, so let's talk about some signs to look for. So number one... Are you always talking about the past? When you get together with somebody and you guys are always digging into the past and you're like, Oh, do you remember that time when we did this? Do you remember that time when we did this? And back then you were so much fun. And back that if you guys are always talking about the past, it's because your relationship is stuck in the past. You guys don't have great memories to share and to bond over right now because you're not making them. You guys aren't being your authentic selves, and you're not showing up in a happy, you know, true. You're not being true to who you are in this moment. There's one friend that just popped into my mind, and he pops into my mind because we have been friends for such a long time. But he has never been a better friend than he is every time I see him. And it's the most amazing friendship because. We don't get to see each other very often. I mean, I I'm married, I have two kids, and he is also in a relationship and like we don't I mean, we're we're adults. We're not the same people we were back in high school and we can't hang out with our friends all the time. So, there's this one friend that I have who I only see every couple of months, but and we have great memories from the past, but every time we get together, we rarely talk about the past. Rarely. Like this one friend just dives into okay so what are you guys doing right now who are you what are the goals that you're chasing like how can i help you in this season of life like he is just such a phenomenal friend and i know because we're never talking about the past if he were to bring up the past or if i were to bring up the past it's because we're stuck in the past we're not meeting our friends where they are and you know it's it's really sad when people don't do that, because one of our most valuable human characteristics is our capacity to constantly evolve. We are always evolving. And we do it consciously, we do it subconsciously, we are just constantly evolving. And eventually we get to a point in our evolution where we recognize it. But a lot of times we're not even realizing we're just growing and we're growing and we're growing and we wake up and we're like, oh, shoot, I am a totally different person today than I was six months ago or than I was a year ago or than I was five years ago. And so it is a beautiful thing to reach self-awareness and acknowledge the fact that you are in the middle of evolution and to meet your friends there, too. To acknowledge your friends, like, yo, I I noticed that you have completely been chasing that goal you set six months ago. I know I know you're working on it. And like I, I see that you are a happier person. I see that you are trying to reach that weight loss goal and you look fantastic. And, you know, like meet the people around you where they are and acknowledge their evolution because they are evolving. But a lot of times we get, you know, a little bitter towards people because maybe we want them to evolve overnight. You know, we, especially this comes up in our romantic relationships with our partners, but we will find one thing about our partners that we don't love or that really just like gets under our skin. It ticks us off. And we want them to make that change, stop doing that thing overnight. But that's just not how human beings work. It takes time evolution takes time so once something goes in motion once the changing begins you are you're on the roll but it takes some time to get there to reach the i mean and do we ever really reach evolution i mean that is a question that is a that is a full-on discussion i mean to some degree we do when we when we reach our deathbed sure maybe we do reach the end of evolution in this life, but then some type of evolution starts in another life, depending on what you believe in. And so we are constantly evolving. And I think it's only fair to meet our friends where they are. Stop living in the past. I mean, it's okay if every once in a while we we throw out a story and we say, remember when? And oh my goodness, I can't believe you did that back then. Like It is fun to, to reminisce sometimes on past shared fun memories, but it can't be the only thing you ever talk about. So, the very first sign I'm going to give you is if you're questioning whether you're growing out or evolving out of a relationship, I want you to ask yourself, are we always talking about the past? So, that's number one. The second question I want you to ask yourself is, am I constantly feeling like I'm being disrespected? And if the answer is yes, it's likely because you, And the person that you wonder, if you're evolving out of a relationship, you and your partner or your friend, you guys have conflicting values. And if someone has conflicting values than you, then you're constantly going to feel like you're being disrespected. So for example, if you value being on time and you like to be punctual for everything, but your partner values their private time. And they feel like they can show up whenever they want to at an event, whenever it fits best into their schedule. Those are two very conflicting values. So now you're trying to pack up the kids and get them in the car so you can get to a birthday party at the time that the invitation requested you to be there. But maybe your partner had a long week, so now he or she is waking up when they want and they're going to go get a haircut first and they're going to take their leisure time because they haven't had any time all week. Like your partner is trying to value their personal time. However, you are valuing punctuality. So those are two conflicting values and that's going to be really frustrating on both parties because one person is trying to get somewhere and they feel like they don't have support or they're... Partner doesn't care about punctuality and their partner is selfish. But meanwhile, the other partner feels pressured and they feel like their life is being controlled and that they never have time to themselves. So, this is a perfect example of how two conflicting values will come into play and will cause separation between two different people. So, a great way to avoid getting into this is to identify values. And keep them close to you as you go about your life. I think this is such a fantastic tool for communication. Like imagine if, I mean it's so unrealistic, but imagine if every time we got in a relationship with someone, be it a friend or a partner, whoever that person is in your life, but imagine if we shared our values early on in the relationship. So that way we both knew what the other person valued. And then you can ask that person a year down the road maybe three years, five years, 10 years, however long it is. But you can ask them as time goes on if they still have the same values. And usually you would find that they don't have the same values because our values change as we grow. For example, for me, you guys already know, but my passion once upon a time was traveling. That was such a huge part of my life. But as Time has gone on, my values have changed. As much as I still love traveling, it is not the most important value in my life. Now I value being a working mom. Like, right? Like, I still love to travel. I would love to go on vacation, but I can't drop everything I'm doing and hop on a plane like I used to be able to do. I love the business that I'm growing. Obviously, my babies are clearly the most important thing in my life. So they have to come first. Like, these are the two things that I value first and foremost. But someone who I formed a friendship with on the grounds of traveling might not really understand this current phase of my life. If I met them back in my backpacking days and we built a friendship because we were backpacking together, they're not going to meet me where I am, especially if they're still in that backpacking phase and they're still traveling around the world, they're not going to understand my current values. So... This is also a perfect example of two people who no longer share the same values. And that's a pretty easy example. Usually our examples are a little bit harder than that. It's usually like your best friend who you've been best friends with for 20 years. Or maybe it's your sister or your brother. Or maybe it's your mother-in-law. Like Those are really hard relationships to separate from because those are the people in your life who are there for good and for bad, you know, for better and for worse, like those relationships are there. But if you sit down and you physically write out with pen and paper what your values are, then you can communicate with confidence to those other relationships in your life what is important to you and then they should not disrespect your boundaries or there will be consequences. And I did an episode a few months ago on emotional boundary setting. So if this is an area of weakness for you, Please go back and listen to that that episode. It is so important to uphold your emotional boundaries because if you don't, people, especially close friends and family, I promise you they will cross them. If you do not give them a clear sign and say, these are my boundaries, do not cross them or else there will be consequences, they will cross them. But going back to the values, I... I know it sounds so silly to address our values early on in a relationship, but – and even if you didn't do it early in a relationship and you can do it now, like writing down your values is so important. Like I wish everyone before they got married or before they became best friends with somebody say like, hey, this is a list of values that are really important to me. These things are the the things that I revolve my life around, right? Like I like to be punctual. I – care about my job and I care about eating healthy and I like to get good sleep. And another person was like, well, I really love socializing. I love having my close friends and seeing them regularly. So I don't like staying in as much. Like, If people came to a a relationship or a partnership or a friendship with their list of values, we would be able to see who the other person is and what things are important to them and how we will show up for each other. And I think if we speak and communicate in terms of values, it just makes life so much easier. And then later down the road, when you see other people's values change, you're not so hurt by it. You're like, oh, this is just what's really important to them right now. And this is what's really important to me. I think we should probably create some distance because we no longer share the same values or our values are conflicting. And if we speak in that type of language, I think it makes it so much easier. So that is question number two that I want you to ask yourself. Do you constantly feel like you're being disrespected? If the answer is yes, it's likely because you guys have conflicting values. Question number three, if you are trying to determine whether you are evolving out of a relationship, I want you to ask, am I constantly dreading seeing this person and spending time with this person? And do I constantly think negative thoughts after our time is spent? If you are dreading seeing someone, it is a clear, clear, clear sign that you guys are not on the same page anymore, that you don't want to spend time with that person. You are probably already evolved out of that relationship. And you might be dragging it on at that point. And we all do that right i just said a few minutes ago like usually the relationships that we evolve out of they're like our closest friends from 20 years ago that we we just feel obligated to hold on to these connections even though we don't have anything in common in them anymore and it, it's really sad because if we try intentionally to have things in common usually we can but A lot of times we just unfortunately aren't that intentional in our friendships. And so we let things come in between. We let our relationships or our friendships kind of wither away. And it is sad, but it's real. It happens and that's okay. So if you are dreading seeing someone, maybe because of awkwardness and you're like, I haven't seen this person in three years. I don't even have anything to speak to them about. Like, Why am I getting together with this friend? It's likely you've already outgrown the relationship. And right now you're just dragging it on because of obligation. But if you flip the script and you imagine it the other way around, it would be so much clearer to you that you need to identify the separation and maybe cut ties with that person. But if you knew the other person in the relationship was constantly dreading spending time with you, and then maybe after they spent time with you, they had negative thoughts and feelings about you, wouldn't that make you completely feel like shit? I I mean, I know for me, it would make me feel awful and I wouldn't want to spend time with that person anymore if I knew they were feeling that way. And again, if you then spend time with them and now you have all of these negative thoughts and all these negative feelings toward that person, well, it's probably because you guys do have conflicting values like we were talking about a few minutes ago. So that is number three. If you are constantly dreading spending time with someone, or if you're constantly thinking negative thoughts after you do spend time with someone, that is a clear, clear sign that you have already evolved out of that relationship. All right. I'm going to give you guys two more signs to determine whether you are outgrowing a relationship or not. So the fourth question I want you to ask yourself is, does their future include you? And if the answer is no, then you guys are likely growing apart. When your friends and your partner and the people that you are regularly in close connections with, when they envision their future, you should 100% be in it. Like even when friends get older, it doesn't matter how old we are. Whether it's 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, we still envision seeing ourselves hanging out with our friends. We dream of spending time with our friends, maybe away from our kids, if you have young kids, or maybe bringing all the kids together and renting some kind of a beach house at the shore so all the kids can meet and play. But the people who love you and care about you will see you in their future. And likewise, right? Like the people who you love and the people who you care about will be in your future. But- if you think of your future and it doesn't involve certain people in it, then that is a very clear sign. Let's say you have a, a husband or a boyfriend, and if you picture a future without your boo in it, without your boyfriend, without your husband, like if you picture that future and he's not in it, then guys, that is a very clear sign. Your future, you might be looking at your future and, and picturing yourself jumping out of parachutes or planning a trip to Italy on your own or with your friends or with your sister and you know learning how to cook pizza like that might be the future and if that is your future that is incredible I say go for it go to Italy plan all the things but that's a very clear sign that you're evalu- uh, evolving out of a relationship the future should include both of you guys on both ends and you know, if you're getting together with friends and they're always talking about things that they're going to do or, you know, me and my friends are going to rent a beach house or me and us are going to go on this trip and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and there's no invitation for you to join and for you to be a part of it, then I think that that's a red flag that maybe they don't want you in it or they don't envision you in it and it's it's kind of a sad thing, but That should be a very clear sign that they no longer see you in their future. And you know what? It shouldn't be sad. If that's the case, then whatever. Like, it's time to move on. It's time to acknowledge that separation, right? Like, write down those values and see that there are two different sets of values here and cut ties. Ask yourself, is there an us in the future? And if there is not, it's time to cut ties. And so number five, the last question I think you should ask yourself if you're questioning whether or not you're evolving out of a relationship, but you should ask, what is my body telling me? Your body's instincts are real. And guys, I've talked about this on previous episodes. It might sound a little hippy-dippy-ish, but your body's instincts are real. If you are getting anxiety and stomach aches, butterflies but not the good butterflies more like i'm about to go throw up from negative anxiety like it's because your body is trying to communicate with you and this is the best way that it knows how some people actually don't love the whole concept of listening to your body but what happens is your body's instincts knows what's happening it knows what's going on before the rest of you is able to either recognize or shape up, wise up, like before you gain clarity and awareness of the situation, your body already knows. It's actually a really cool thing. Like our instincts are incredible and we should give our body some more credit because usually the body senses it. It senses that we're evolving out of relationships, but our brain isn't ready to accept it yet. And so our brain is working hard to ignore the problem but your body, your stomach, like everything else inside of you, it's it's not ignoring it. It's giving you signs. So, are you having more than usual headaches, right? Are you having more muscle aches? Are you having back aches? Has your appetite changed? If you're suddenly like that anxiety, remember, if all of a sudden you can't eat, you're you're getting stressed, you can't sleep, these are signs that you're off balance. And usually, it's because your body knows something that your brain is ignoring. And in this case, your body might know that you're evolving out of a relationship, but your brain hasn't caught up yet. You haven't acknowledged it yet. You haven't gained awareness and clarity over it, but your body knows. So I want you to ask yourself what is my body telling me? And that kind of goes hand in hand to the the dreading spending time with somebody. Because if you are dreading spending time with somebody, you might be getting really anxious leading up to the time that you have planned with that person. And that is your body giving you signs. It's trying to communicate. You just got to listen. So these are the five signs I would look for And the five questions I ask myself when I feel like I've hit a certain crossroads in any relationship. And honestly, it happens to all of us. So it's not just me. It's not just you. Like all of us go through this. And personally, these questions have helped me get through some difficult times because none of us want to go through breakups, especially friendship breakups. We don't really talk about those things enough, but they happen all the time, especially with girls. And I know girls are... the primary primary audience of this podcast. So you listening to this, I'm sure you've gone through some kind of friendship breakup in your life. And they can cut deep. They can hurt. And sometimes we avoid the inevitable separation or we avoid these breakups because we don't want the awkwardness of separating from the old friends, especially friends who we grew up with. But you need to remember that you're not the same person that you used to be you were a completely different high school or uh, different person you were a completely different person in high school versus who you were in middle school and middle school versus elementary school and you were a different person in high school than you were in college and you were a different person in college than you were in your 20s and if you are older than that then you're a different person in your 20s than you are in your 30s and man if you're not a different person every 5 years then i would argue that you're not growing nearly as enough as you should be. And I actually think somebody wrote a book on that. Don't quote me on it because I did not read the book, but I feel like somebody wrote a book. I remember hearing years ago about this, but it's something along those lines. Like, you're, If you're not growing every five years, then you're not growing enough or something like that. But I truly believe we should all be completely different people every three to five years, like completely different people. Because we should all be evolving and growing and chasing goals and working on ourselves. And I mean, just think of the amount that can change in a year, even six months, even three months. Like We can do incredible things in a 24-hour period. My gosh, when I woke up this morning, the list of things that I wrote down (laughs) that I needed to accomplish was insane. I actually laughed out loud and said, shoot for the stars, girl, because I wrote down so much stuff that I wanted to accomplish today, which included finishing this podcast and getting it out into the world so that way you can all listen to it. But the things we can accomplish in a 24-hour period, man, just imagine what we can accomplish in five years. We should be completely different people every three to five years. I really believe that. And if you are constantly working on yourself, that is amazing. And you're doing amazing work and you should give yourself credit. But you should also keep in mind that not everyone else is putting in the same work and time and effort that you are. So if you're growing at a faster pace than the people around you, then there's nothing to be ashamed of. If anything, it's something to be super proud of. But You also shouldn't force yourself to stay in a relationship or stay in a friendship with someone or multiple people who no longer share your values. People who aren't growing in the same direction as you. And that's not to say anything bad about them, but they're just not on the same trajectory you are. And there's nothing to be ashamed of it. You just need to, as you, every time you move into a new version of yourself, You need to find the people that will breathe life into you while you're where you are. And if you can, find people who are further down the road than you are because, man, they're just going to help pull you up even faster. So it's okay to acknowledge the fact that you're evolving out of a relationship and you should absolutely 1,000% give yourself permission to evolve out of it when it's no longer serving you. Okay, guys, that's all I got for you today. I hope you got some kind of helpful advice here, even if it was just a little nugget in there that you can take away and use as real tangible tools in your life. I hope it was helpful. And if you know someone who could benefit from today's episode, please send it to them. Spread the love. Share it on your social media. Do whatever you got to do to get the word out there. Another episode will be out in just a few days. And until then, I love you. And I'm on this journey with you. Thank you guys for listening. If you like the show, please, please, please share it with someone you love, someone you care about. My goal is always to help people, to make them feel loved and special and cared for and connected with. So this episode helped you in any way. Let's keep spreading all those good vibes. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Gonzalez Writes or my website at the exact same thing, NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. And remember, you guys, I love you and I will see you next week.